and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. My name is Caitlin and I am joined today by... Jake! Chris! And Ames! And we're here for episode 150, Fuck Me 5. Uh, Or is this 156? No, it's 155. It is great. Listen, it's too late. I said 150, Fuck Me 5. It is. I have spoken. That's from The Mandalorian. We're here today to... Unlike any other day, yeah, we're here to talk about, about two, the Mandalorian. Two, yeah, about the Mandalorian. Two episodes of the Mandalorian, the child and some other shit that I don't remember. No, we're here to talk about... <laughs> which is actually basically more or less how I talk about Star Trek. So I mean, I, I don't know any of the episode that, titles. I think one of them's called... I think the first one's called The Child it, or some shit. Very well, maybe. Anyway, it does not matter. We're here to talk about Duet and In the Hands of the Prophets. Cool. Two... Deep Space Nine episodes. In fact, the last two Deep Space Nine episodes of season one. Whoa. Yeah, short season. This was a very short season. But like, they started in January. But like mostly good. We'll get I know to we're going to talk about that later. Before we get too deep, oh my god, the box ripped, son of a bitch. All right, I'm pissed now. I know. It is gorgeous paper. Thank you. It's got narwhals on it. Before we before we get started, we are going to do the annual gift giving tradition. You'll be hearing this uh, also as tradition in January. Happy so January. Just, just assume that we're celebrating MLK Day and everything will be fine. Yay. Or yeah. State of the Union Address Day. Oh. Whenever narwhals. this goes up. Thank you. So who's going to go first? Jake, I think you should go last. Okay. Oh. Let's have Ames go first because her box is already disintegrated. It wants I'm out. so sorry. It wants out of these narwhals and I don't blame it. No one wants to be in a narwhal. Other narwhals might. Hot. <laughs> Sex. Oh, it's so cute! Stop it! A big mug. Yeah, it's a big mug with data and spot that says, "Tell me, is a pretty cat and a good cat." Yay! Look. Oh, it's like, oh, good. It's on both sides too, so yes. I, I can I can double hand this thing. No matter that, how you um, drink it, you'll be able to see it. Was that look human? Yeah. Was that what? They're just a company that does like novelty mugs, and I think I have one by them, which is a similar cute yes, gas mug. Yes, you have the Cupochino. I do. Aw, he's very cute. I'm glad you like. Yeah, no, they're a company. They're owned by Hot Topic. The same really? company that owns Hot Topic. I didn't know it, I realized. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if this is their answer to Think Geek, because didn't they also, didn't they buy Think Geek and then get rid of its online presence? GameStop bought Think Geek. Oh, okay, well. Think Geek. And then they fucking destroyed it, so that's mm-hmm. fine. Think All Geek's right. not a thing GameStop for you. Not online. Oh, really? Their presence is gone, as I understand it. Yeah. Who's really? It? Technically, there's like a Think Geek section of the GameStop website now, but, you know. Mm, yeah. Their individual presence is effectively yeah. disintegrated. Yeah. Who next? Me? Yeah. Europe. Keepsake. Did you get me a kitty? Oh my god, no, you got me a triple. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. Look at hims. Oh. Oh no, is it a triple ornament? Yeah. It's a delight. This year's an Hallmark, official Hallmark. Oh my god, this is. Oh my god, well, he's it's big. Wonderfully yeah. I didn't he's think like, he'd be so big. He's actually like 1 1 scale to a. An like average a baby triple. triple. He's beautiful. Does he sound? Does he do? I don't know. I don't think he sounds. No, battery operated something. What? He does something. Nice. He, he multiplies because he's... Oh, shit. Or she is Oh, no, uh, there's batteries, batteries, dude. I bet that's what she does. Let's see if we can find out. Well, uh, oh, no, I'll work. Batteries. Thank you so much. I love it. Oh, yeah, it says right here. Sound and motion. Yes, motion. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll piss the to, cats yeah. off. Caitlin has to find the butthole on this thing to put a battery in. <laughs> well... Well, oh, she yeah, does it's, that. It's Velcro. We'll keep Hold this on. train a rolling. I'm going next. Thank you so much. 
I love it. Oh, I also have a keepsake. Uh-oh. It was a good day. At is the it also store? a trouble? <laughs> it is. Oh, shit. It is uh, Michael and Saru in the scene where it looks like where Saru is giving Burnham... A handshake. The handjob? <laughs> oh. The the yeah. spoilers for season one of Discovery, uh, where he is giving Michael the stuff Giorgio left her in her will. Oh. That's cool. Thank you. Well, I need a little screwdriver to make this work. Would you like one right now? I can get you I would sort of love it. Am really I doing cool. it right? Oh, watch really out. It's nice. going to fall out of the pad. It's going to... Go on a tree. That's gonna go live on my desk. Oh, I love it! This also has some sort of light and sound action because it's got a button. But there's, I don't think it came. Nope. Yep, mine came with batteries as well. Say if it does, it'll have batteries. Well, yeah. Hallmark is big into the sound and motion these days, which is how they can get away with charging so much for ornaments. (laughs) Yeah, they used to have ones that were uh, they'd actually plug into yeah into one of the lights into one of the lights. Yeah, you would uh, undo a light and plug it in. Yeah, my family had like. All of the starships. Considering how small it is, it's actually really quite well sculpted. Oh, yeah, they do good work. Wow. I got Jake a couple last year. Really nice. Room. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, um, Jake... Well, Jake, yes, while we continue to fiddle. Yeah, yours is sort of for both of y'all. Yay! But, Double gifts oh, for me! Hey, I'm glad that you thought so much of me. You got us a joint gift. Well, I mean, you'll love it. So... All right, well, let's see. Hang on. What is? Ooh. So it does sort of wreck the theme. Wait, do we already have this? I don't know. Do we? It's it is the two player version of the game that we played with you. Yes. You already have it? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if we do. We might not. I, I don't, don't think know. we do. I think there's well, just a two way up way to play play well, seven one. If we two if we have it, I I fuck you. If we don't have it, I love you. Either if way. We don't see what it what there, what is it? What tell the tell it the is it is the seven wonders duel. It is the two-player version of Seven Wonders, Don't which, is a, we have which is a board game that we like. Yeah, I think so, we. I think when we played Seven Wonders two-player, we just play it the way play the, the with, instructions with kind extra, of force you to. So well, this is now when I some suggest sort of... this to Chris, I said specifically, since those motherfuckers cheat when they show other people how to play the game, <laughs> let's give them a version of the game that they can play by the fucking house. Nice. So, both well, cheat. Thank you. That's, You're that's, so welcome. That is very fun. Uh, I hope that you will enjoy all right, it. Alright, I didn't wrap these individually because there's one for each use. <gasps> oh my god! Sorry! Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you? He's oh my so god. perfect! <laughs> oh! I'm dead! Oh my god! Jake 3D printed us baby Yoda. Be, be careful, they're not... They're not oh they are, they are fragile. Yeah. But they're very, very cute. Wow. So they're as cute as you'd think a baby Yoda would be. And Jake's so this week beautiful. painting them too. So. Yeah, they're really I painted them. Thank oh, you. Jake. That's really good. Well done, sir. Thank oh my you. god, his ears are perfect too. The color in there's great, Jake. You're a fucking maestro. That's brill. I love him. Now I don't now I don't need to give any of my money to Disney. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Don't do it. I may or may not have already pre-ordered two Baby Yoda dolls, but they won't be here you, until like May. You use this oh paper my god, I love it. As... They won't be there until May. Yeah, dude. Well, because they're wow. not officially launching any of the products until why then. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they? Why, that's a mistake. Really yeah, they, fucked they fucked up. up Christmas big time. Well, so the thing is, I guess that the, they wanted to because this and this has happened in the past. Films, TV shows, things like that. They've had stuff spoiled by 
like toy fairs and showing off items at toy fairs. Ah. Now, admittedly, you could say, why not just not bring it to the fair then? But then there's also maybe the risk of just people making the toys being yeah, like... people in the shops. Plus, I mean, if there's one thing that... Basically, there's this guy I follow on YouTube called Ashens, and he does a lot of reviews of cheap knockoff Ooh. products. And basically, the minute any toy maker gets their hand on molds... Basically, during the day, they're making the licensed products Never they're supposed to. Never put your hand in mold. And then at night, they're making the cheap knockoffs. So you would have had cheap knockoff Baby Yoda products out before the first episode of The Mandalorian was even a thought. So I can see why they did it for secrecy's sake. Ooh! Oh. The triple's awake! Holy shit! Check him out! Check him out! Oh my god, he vibrates. That's amazing. He's very cute. So oh, Jesus. There we go. So you can look forward to that randomly throughout the episode. <laughs> no, I'll turn him off. I won't be obnoxious. Dude, check him out. Feel him. Squeeze him. Feel how he moves. It's so great. <laughs> they should have had this in the actual episode. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I love it. What a goof. Thank you. Do you want to try it, Chris? Do you, want me to try, do you want me to do that for you? Yes, thank you. Caitlin's going to have my batteries for me because I don't have... What do you do? Just kind of give squeeze, squeeze anywhere? Squeeze or? I don't know. Tickle, figure it out. tickle me. Tickle wow, me. That is, that's amazing. I love it. I know, isn't he wonderful? It's like the real thing. Except he hasn't reproduced yet. Wow. Yeah. So like, she might be one it's of the delicate. one of the spade triples that'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, um, fuck! That was the cartoon, right? Yeah. Here I was thinking she. <laughs> I was just thinking that she's like a what is it? A hairy oyster or whatever the fuck? What does he fucking say that they're like scallops? Oh, <laughs> yes. The trouble with Edward. I see. I've seen it. I don't remember it. Oh yeah, it's one of it's one of H. John I've, Benjamin's lines about. Um, yeah, he basically says that they're basically scallops. I think. Ah, like little, delicious. Little hairy scallops. Or land scallops. He might have called them hairy scallops. Hairy scallops sounds vaguely dirty and gross. Well, did you see the episode? Thank you. Oh, oh my god, it's perfect. Oh, Thank oh, you so much. Oh, I'm gonna do it one more time. Sorry, Yay. listeners. Which which way do these go? In? Trying to read. Got to go to an optometrist. No, I'm gonna okay, split his asshole way. opening it and turn him off just so he doesn't. I don't. I don't actually. Oh Jesus! This is exactly what I'm talking about. He's just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna okay, put enough. you in there. Oh my God, he's perfect. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. So basically, I have the two cutest mascots of yeah. both franchise. Yay! I don't know the the, the tardigrades in the, oh, in the movie look pretty cute. Right. Yeah, it's still gonna get me a tardigrade. What do you do? Fucking scene. <laughs> you did well. She would have thought so too. Her telescope. It's yours now. You should have the privilege to see the universe the way she did. Alright, now touch Okay, I think it's done. Wow. It goes on for a long <laughs> time. Does. That was really long. Yeah, it's great it's though. So I do funny. genuinely quite like this. And I nice. I I'm love glad. the um the attention to detail that his like feet are right. Yep. And like yeah. why wouldn't they can I actually take a better look to you? Yes, please. Don't press the button. Yeah, no. <laughs> another hour. We'll be here for three years. Wow. Yeah, no, it's really good. And yeah, even... their eyes are blue, and they actually did a nice wow. job of it. That's the thing, like, that's the kind of thing where, like, his eyeballs could be all over his face, yeah. and they'd be like, whoops. Yeah. No, just sell it anyway. Burnham's face isn't 
quite burn me, but they nailed Saru. And I mean, it's much looks, more interesting. It looks a lot more like her than you'd expect something at that scale to look like. You know, they could have gone fully generic, but it is recognizably. Yeah, they got the hair. God, the hair is perfect. Michael? No, her real name. Oh. oh, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Saniqua. Martin, Martin Green. Green. Right, thank you. Wow, nailed it. No, this is beautiful. Yeah, no, it's great. Thank you. There you go. That is going to go. It's gonna live in work or it's gonna live in my room. I haven't decided yet. It's gonna live somewhere. Craft room. Yeah. You can look at it every time so. you shit. episodes duet and in the hands of the prophet so in duet oh man we've got some world war ii war criminal shit going on and it's certainly do awesome a ship shows up at you know at deep space Space nine Nine. and they're like hey we want to dock and they're like sure and they're like by the way we've got somebody here that's got kalanora syndrome and he needs medical treatment because he doesn't have his medicine and they're like oh send him right to uh, the infirmary but uh once they get to the infirmary major kira is like you know only people that were at where is it galatep at the galatep labor camp they're the only people that have kalanora and they would have had to have been there the day of the accident oh the accident so she's like, I'm going to go check this out for myself. And when she gets down there, it's a Cardassian. And she's like, this motherfucker's a war criminal. Bring him to jail. He tries to run out of the infirmary. Odo grabs him and is like, oh. Should have turned it into of... something fun. What? Odo? Odo. Yeah. I always, I'm going to say that every time Odo's on screen. <laughs> he should have turned into that thing, that snagged Riker and dangled him upside down <laughs> in the Kevin episode remember that at all yeah yeah. anyway sorry go on uh so they put him in jail and she she's interrogating him and he claims to be this dude named maritza who was a clerk he pretends he doesn't have kalanora syndrome he says he has potrick potrick patrick potrick potrick syndrome but bashir's like no bitch i checked he's got kalanora bashir bashiring for a change bashiring yeah he's doing a good job being a doctor and such but kira is like i don't believe you you're a fucking liar and she figures out that he is in fact not maritza but gul darheel whoops who was the rudolf hearse of the galatep labor camp that was the guy that was in charge of uh, Auschwitz the longest, for those wondering. I had to look it up. Thank you for looking it up. You're welcome. So they get in touch with... Or no, actually, I guess they're reached out to by... Cardassians. Yeah, Gold, Gold Ducat. Thank you. Gold my, Ducat. My call, boyfriend. <laughs> Gold Ducat calls up and is like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, we're pretty sure he's a war criminal. We're pretty sure he's Gold or Heel. And Gold Ducat's like, he's dead as fuck. It's definitely not him. And they find out that Goldarheel wasn't even on the planet at the time of the incident at the labor camp. And so Kira, and they look into him and they're like, well, he's definitely been working, teaching, clerking, like he said he was, working on the clerking and (laughs) jerking the gherkin. And uh, they're like, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion this guy really is Maritza and we don't want to go and, you know put him to death or whatnot for crimes he didn't commit. So Kira, oh my god, in this fantastic, beautiful scene, goes and confronts him and is like, you're really Maritza, aren't you? And he's like, no, I was the fucking greatest at killing Bajorans and... (laughs) And he starts crying. And it's really hard and sad. And it turns out he really was Maritza and he was a clerk and he's... 
He has intentionally gone to Deep Space Nine at Bajoran Run's uh, station because he feels that he is guilty and that all Cardassians are guilty and that, you know, he was going to kind of sacrifice himself to try to to sort of, for the betterment of Cardassia. Is that what it's called? Cardassia? Yep. Nice. Great. He was going to do that and then make them all realize that they'd fucked up. But of course, you know, Kira's like, well, it sounds like, you know, you have a lot of regret and you weren't even involved in the killing, so let's all be friends. Unfortunately, before they can become friends, some little racist piece of shit named Kanon. Kanan? 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 I forget if they said it out loud Kanan, or if I just found it online. Klingons, whatever his name is. He's some a, drunk Bajoran. He's a Bajoran. He was in jail briefly with uh, our buddy Maritza and made his distaste of Cardassians very clear. And makes it even clearer now because he stabs the fuck out of Maritza and kills him. Whoops. And it's a really big bummer. Sad. And that's the end. Nothing about that summary really did any justice to this episode because it was so fucking good. Like, that's the story. And it's a good story. Like, it was twist after twist. Yeah. Like, and it's great be- for Kira's development, too. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. Because he's like, you know, you just want revenge. You're blinded by hate. Doodly For some reason, they leave her in charge of the investigation, even though she's stated very, very clearly she's not objective. Kira, Cisco... <sighs> No! Well... No! You know... I mean, yeah, it's... You know, he's in a rough place because, of course, the Bajoran government already knows about all of this, and... Yeah, but... They'd probably prefer one of their own be in charge. It's not... He came to Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine is not a Bajoran space station, though. Well, that's the thing. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, I don't think... You know, if she's in... It's not like she... If she's investigating... The crime and, you know, in, in is going to come up with evidence. I don't, you know, there's nothing I don't think particularly wrong with her being like she doesn't, you don't have to be impartial as an investigator. She, no, I think she, she stated, and I think she even stated to Maritza himself, like, I don't care about the truth, I care about vengeance. No matter what, you're going to fucking hang. Oh, I thought that's what he said about what she thought. I thought he said, you don't well, care one about of the truth, you just want vengeance yeah and that's it's because that's what she feels well that's true yeah in the beginning i was like i was like i don't give a fuck if he was a file clerk fuck him he was there he's a cardassian that makes him automatically guilty well but it's just a little bit wow i mean it is but the thing is is like i think about miles too much no yeah that's true but but the thing is is i think about world war ii and i think about the fact that like the only reason that the nazis could do what the nazis did was because everybody was kind of like what's that word complicit and IBM. And it feels similar. Like, yeah, you were just a filing clerk, but you were still there, and you still were in the military, and you were doing a job, even though you knew people were being horribly tortured and killed. Like, I know, like, not everybody can be a hero, but maybe leave. Like, all these people who work for ICE, too. It's like, while well, they're just working, they're doing their job. It's like, yeah, find a new job, though. Well, I think that this difference, though, with the Cardassian military is I, I don't think it's exactly voluntary. Oh, really? The impression I'm under is that, yeah, you have to serve at least some time with the well, military. his station definitely wasn't voluntary, because he obviously didn't want to be there, we find. Yeah, But yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that. Jake, do you know? I don't know. Yeah, no, you're you're right though. He did very much not want to be there. Right, but when he decide when he was found out as being 
Gal Darheel. He went full maniacal piece of shit. I mean, the way he talked about the efficiency and the murders, and I only wish I could have killed more of them, and da da da. I have some questions about Darheel, about about Maritza being Darheel. Okay. Because he's he's been planning this for months, it sounds like. Years. Yeah, I mean, he had to have uh, cosmetic surgery. Yeah, he's had surgery, and he's having some kind of a dermal drug administered to keep his face looking like Darheel, which is why when they find a photograph of Gull Darheel, they're like, wait a minute, that's... That's not Marisa. Marisa looks just like Darheel. Yeah. Were they were they brothers? No. <laughs> that you know he's been planning this, planning this, planning this. He comes to the station, says he's Maritza, doesn't say he's Darheel. Plays the Maritza game for a while, which mm-hmm. sounds like a hilarious game. Yeah. And until until they find this photograph, which I don't know if he knew that they had it. Uh, I just know that he knew. Ah, Kira. Kira's super racist. She's she's totally gonna want to pin something on me. Maybe if I have a face like Darheel, go over there and wait around to see what they do, I'll get martyred. He actually, considering he was a file clerk and apparently good enough at his job, they were like, you need to teach filing. He may have made sure that photo survived. Because they did say the Cardassians destroyed most record of the occupation. Maybe he released the photo. It's a good chance. Yeah. Um, like, we don't know how exact, because again, like, he got the surgery, like, I think they said five years ago, maybe? Oh, I don't, really? I don't recall. I don't they recall said specifically it, when he was taking the dermal regenerator, and it was years ago. Yeah, the only time factor I remember them saying was they he got all of his, his effects in order months ago and yeah. like tipped his maid or something. Yeah, it gave his housekeeper lots of moolah to yeah. like be set. But yeah. the surgery happened ages ago, I remember that much. So he's been planning this for a long time. Um, and then shows up and just hopes, well... Let's see if Kira figures it out, and I'll just wait. Yeah. And because they were ready to release him, because yeah. he's Maritza, and yeah. Maritza, you know, cannot be linked with some of the war crimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, it's, it a, is, it it's a, a giant like, like gamble. What, like, what was the point of saying that he was Maritza? Why didn't he just come out and say from the start that he was Darheel? Because yeah, I think once they fig- once they figured out that he was, and because... he wasn't acting that shady that they would just get tipped off right away. He was well, acting pretty Maritza. I think because of just the fact that, like, if you were really supposed to, like, if he really had been Darheel pretending to be someone else to avoid prosecution for war crimes, that's what he would have done. Mm. You know, he would have been like, "What? No, ha ha ha." It's just, it, it would have been suspicious of anything if he came out too quickly to be like, yep, you got me. Yeah, and it also, you know, going off of the uh, World War II analogy, which obviously this episode is. Oh, yeah. You know, this this was topical because even, even into the 90s, oh, yeah. they were still finding Nazis that had, like, moved to South America. Yeah, run to South America. Changed their names. Hell, they stay. And then, you know, sending them. Send him to get prosecuted. Got, got plastic surgery to look like one of the leaders. No way. Well, you know, still... that's the thing. You know, I think you know Maritza probably feels like, or I mean, he straight up says, you know, that justice hasn't been done. Yeah. You know that that yeah, Cardassian the Cardassians left. The occupation is over, but all those guys, you know, and there's no admission of fault. Yeah, you know, Darheel got to die in his sleep. Right. So they say. Goldukat got him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah, it, it's it's interesting, you know, what he wants to do by doing this. Yeah. What I found, you know, kind of interesting about the episode is that he's that Maritza is discovered, you know, initially by his own plan, by basis on having Kalinor syndrome, but that's also the undoing of his plan yeah. because Gul Darheel 
didn't have Cullen. The one right, wrinkle. Right, because he wasn't mm. on he the wasn't planet at the time, at the time of the incident. So. And a file clerk would know that. Maritza! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Darheel was off getting a medal for being a good piece of shit. Yep. I, I love the name yeah, of the medal, the too. It was, what it was, was the shit? It was like the... Uh, it was, it was something, it was like the proficient service medal. Oh, God, <laughs> it's, it's, like, oh. it's like the most bland That's right, we're, we're talking about German efficiency <laughs> right now. It sounds now, very poke. German. You, you have done proficiently. God. Yeah, I know the story of the, of the episode was inspired by the play slash book slash movie, The Man in the Glass Booth, which I meant to watch this week. I couldn't find it in time to watch it. I never heard about uh, it. It's, a, it's about Nazi war criminals. It's about Jeez. the... They find a like someone probably in South America, but something like that. They find they find someone and, and charge him for war crimes for being a Nazi and all this stuff. Until they realize, oh fuck, we got it wrong. We were basing this off of your dental records, but your dental records were faked. Um, and now you're dead. Oh fuck. Oops. Whoops. It's it sounds like a really good movie slash play. It does sound movie. good. Yeah. Was it, is there. it based on a true story, that yeah, thing? Yeah, it's or? based loosely off of, I wrote down the story of Adolf Eichmann, which I didn't go far, too far into, but I wrote it down. But he actually was a war criminal, right? I don't remember. I feel like Eichmann was one of the real nasty pieces of work. But His um, name's Adolf, so not off to a good start. <laughs> well, being just, fair... It was just kind of a common name. Harpo's real name was Adolf, and he was a joy. Ooh. The story also came from the same writers who did the teleplay for Move Along Home. Redeemed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, wow, that's wow. This Fuck. this episode to me, it's it's aptly named, right? It's a, yeah. It's, the original name was the Higher Law. Duet's oh, better. Yeah, duet's nice. Duet's well, because nice. I mean, it really is. It's a it's an acting showcase for the actors. Yeah, really you is know, for for Nana Visitor and the, and the, what's the other actor? I didn't. Name? I I looked him up. I. Forgot to write it down, but I didn't recognize a thing, single thing he did. He was the oh, judge in, in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters a ju- okay, I saw that, but I don't know what that yeah, character that's, so, that's, it's, that That voice raising thing gives him away. Well, that's, I was sitting there watching the opening scene. It's like, I know the shape of that head under all that makeup, but I know that fucking voice. What does the judge in Ghostbusters do? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. 2. He's the one that... After they cause the power outage? Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, they all get arrested, and then they're about to be sentenced to jail, and then... He goes on this big... Like, they cast him really well as far as, like, big, crazy, ranty yeah, stuff goes. Mm. And, it, and his anger wakes up the slime. And unleashes a couple of ghosts. Oh, yeah. neat. Whoops. The Scalari Brothers! Yep. I gave him the chair! But that was the thing, so I'm watching this, and I'm just like, you know, once he starts going full megalomaniac, I'm like, and this is why they hired him. But then he does the breakdown at the end, and it's just so, because again, I have only, like, that's all I know him from. Judge yeah. from Ghostbusters 2. And so to really he's, good actor. Like, yeah! Un, like, criminally underused. Yeah, yeah like, that I, I was reading up beautiful. On this, I was reading up on this episode, they were like, yeah, we've been looking for an excuse to work with this guy, and I'm like, what else, did, what else is he known for? <laughs> to, well, they should have started making excuses, because he yeah. was really good. This episode... Yeah, why is he not in more things? Oh, right? Seriously. Yeah, really, if you're gonna put him under all that makeup anyhow, have him back as often as you want. It, re- it reminded me a lot of The Defector. Me too, yeah. Um, it just in that whole, like, okay, we have a guy who claims to be a low-level guy, but it turns out he's a high-level guy. And then, of course, this one has the, the double twist. Yeah. Was that the Romulan one? That was the Romulan, yeah. yeah. Return, they're return. back, I've heard. I heard. I have heard they're back. 
Uh, but that was another great episode. The one thing I'll say is that the ending was way more rushed than I remembered it being. Because like the, the moment you realize, oh, fuck, you did this, you're crying, and you did this to yourself, and wow, and now Kira's having this change of heart, and yay. Oh, it's over. Oh, he's dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Next episode, then. Yeah, that was a bummer. I was so mad. I was like, what? No, don't you do you son of a... God damn it! I was so mad. But you know, it's, so, it's perfect, though, because it's so, like... You feel like you've been stabbed. But also because, like, you realize, you know, you're watching this, and you were him at the start of the episode, you know? Because I think it's a similar thing. It's like, you know, he was just a file clerk. Yeah, you know what? German efficiency, someone had to keep the records. Yeah. But then you find out his full story, oh, and yeah. he really and was just And he talks about this. how he cried every night when he heard the screams. And yep. And he's, then he starts crying, and you realize, oh, man, you're... Oh, fuck, you're a human. You're, well, yeah. a human Car- being. But you know what I mean, a Cardassian being. Racist. Hate. You're... you're <laughs> as, a, it, as it very would scald you alive. <laughs> it's, it's, um... And it's very, like, because it's one of those things, you know, it's one thing. It's very easy, I think, for anyone to go, like, well, of course, if I saw everything going horribly, I would, I would stand up, I'd do the right thing, I'd be the good person. And it's like... Yeah, it's easy to say that. What happens when you're actually in the thick of it? Yeah, yeah. And so when everyone have... else has guns, and you're like, oh, fucking goddamn. Yeah, like, no, you... my family, too. Oh, no. Yeah, are you actually willing, will you be that, that good person? And, you know, as the world slowly descends into madness every day, I often catch myself wondering, fuck, would I be able to stand on my morals with a gun to my head? And so it's depressingly even more relatable than it was 20 years ago. Hmm. I gotta give. Uh, I also gotta give the the writers credit because this is a very heavy episode, very. obviously. But they still had time for a, for a good quark joke. Which joke? When when the other when oh. the survivors of the camp show up and Quark is there and he's like, I "Wonder if they like to gamble." Yeah, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. now Armin oh, Shimmerman. Armin Shimmerman is a fucking superhuman because during that accurate. scene, during that scene, at one point, it looks like he's leaning against something. But there's nothing there for him to be leaning against. Like, go back and watch that scene. He's doing like a this. Like, he's propped up against his bar almost. But his bar isn't there. (laughs) And there isn't like a rail or anything. He's like miming just... Like, Quark can't be sleazy without kind of having to lean on. And it's just... Just the, the amount of thought of the physicality that he put into that character. You know, not everyone... You know, even some of the best actors, like... They sometimes forget bespoke physicality. You know, they'll do all this great work, but the movement will be fairly generic. Mm. But there is there is a visual language to Quark that is already figured out so well. And somehow that still worked, that scene. Like, it really, like, didn't feel too much like a... Like, really? You're doing this right now? Yeah, it's, it just... Because it's, it's of course to, he is. <laughs> it's a way to show, like, the Bajoran victims yeah. without making them feel like victims yeah with kind of kind of giving them like no they're still people mm. yeah they're, they're here for a reason they want to see justice maybe they want to gamble too like it reminds you like they're important yeah and yeah i mean if anything you know to quark everyone's a potential customer and there's something beautiful about that <laughs> well just you know it's consistency in in his character yes you know? I, it's, it's unintentionally beautiful <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're getting to that point now where all of the characters are are finding their footing. Yeah, I mean, Quark's sure. had it since day one. Oh, he but, has. But the he's others, been the one that's been there since. Day like he's one. always been consistent. Odo's been very consistent. 
everyone else is still fairly blank to me. But I think, but honest. you yeah. know, this I has been Kira's. Yeah, this I is Kira's Kira... day for us. Like Kira, all of a sudden, like fuck, now you're a character. I Hell think, yeah, Kira. Well, I think really she's probably gotten the most development of anyone this season. Yeah, yeah, because Cork and Otto were already developed when yeah. we started, and yeah, and Kira, like just seeing her in the very, very last scene, where it's like, no, being a Cardassian isn't enough of a reason to kill somebody. Where at the beginning of the episode, she was, she would kill any Cardassian. Yeah. If they were just walking down the street. Yeah. Just like that drunk. Yeah. And that's the thing. is That's why you still sort of understand him at the end, because he didn't have her experience. He's had the experience of having been a Bajoran under Cardassian occupation. Yeah, and he's drunk. And you can understand, like, yeah, they did horrific things to his people. Maybe to him directly. Or at the very least, you know, he knew someone or loved someone or his family. Like, we don't know, you know? He's not just a drunk because he likes booze. He is a drunk because look at the life he has lived. You know, it, it it he didn't survive the occupation as well as other people who survived it, who were able to either move on or find a new focus for their energies and their sorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the occupation, you know what we've had a, a really upsetting dearth of this whole season has been Dukat, and I am irate. <laughs> Because we, we're limited to Dukat in this episode to him on a view screen. Come on. That swagger cannot be contained on one view screen. Let this man walk. I miss him. I, I, I'm looking so forward to seeing more of him. Because right now it's like, I want I want to see more. See, that was the thing, though. That was the tipping point for me, is trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Where, like, at one point he showed what you could tell was genuine surprise. And it's mm. like, wait, what's going on here? Because I'm normally, like, of the opinion, like, you know, how do you tell a Cardassian is lying? He's talking. But there was this moment there just like, wait, wait, no, really, Odo, like, what? Because when Cardassians lie, or tell the truth, or do anything, there's usually that smarm. Mm-hmm. There was no smarm. Like, he lost his smarm. The man had a bad poker face for a minute. And that's when I was just like, <laughs> he has no smarm. Whose scheme is this? Like, I'd somebody like, okay, so the Cardassians sent this guy... So that they execute someone that isn't who he says he is, so they make the Bajorans look bad or something. Yeah, I wrote but down then, I wrote down that I wrote down so many twists. This yeah. episode is basically a braided rug. Ooh. What a twist. But yeah, like at that point you're like, wait, no, this isn't a Whose scheme is this? Yeah. And it turns out it's Maritza's. Yeah, I do love what reluctant friends Dukat and Odo are. <laughs> they're so fucking cute, because you can tell that both of them like can't stand the other one, but they're like, yeah, everyone used to play space board game together oh yeah you always won didn't you well yeah no no it wasn't it was you, we only played one yeah, and you cheated yeah ah Odo always team, the blunt instrument team Ducat um <laughs> forever and ever if it's between Ducat and Odo I'm definitely team Odo but at the end of the day right so let's say his plan worked and they Spatter. executed him thinking that he was Galdar Heel mm. it's it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked because then everyone would be like well but but no Galdar Heel's Dead already. He died in his sleep. That was just some rando. Yeah, but like, it would be very... Would make them talk about it again was, I think, what his point Yeah, that was, was his point. And also... Like, like, he's like, no one's been talking about the war crimes. We've glossed over the war crimes. If I do this, we'll talk about them. Mm. Whether or not it ends up being, you know, it ends up being at all, at all factual. Yeah. It'll be up in the in the news again, and people might, you know, realize what a fucking atrocity it is. <laughs> Maybe the Federation will get its thumb out of its ass. Stop not being likely. nice to these people. Mm. Yeah, well... Well, that's, I mean, fuck, that's even in this episode when he's still pretending to be Maritza. He's like, ah, the Federation to the rescue. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Idiots. <laughs> just all their dealings with the Cardassians were just bungled. Every single one. And this show is really, 
really showing that mm-hmm. in a way that even TNG didn't, which it, and they showed it a lot in TNG. Yeah, it reminds me, you know, in a weird way about, you know, obviously, if the Federation is the allegory for the United States in Star Trek, right? Yeah. and Or at least the idealized self-image of itself. Yeah, and like the way that they deal with the Cardassians seems to mirror, you know, a lot of like the way the United States deals with Saudi Arabia, mm. where it's like, yeah, these people are, you know, they, they do some fucked up shit. They got some real fucked up crap going on over there, and yet, you know, they're our ally. Or, you know, Turkey is another example, right? Where it's, actually, Turkey is a better example, yeah, right? Because they Sa- actually have a genocide that, well, that, that we yeah, refuse to. Uh, like Saudi Arabia, talk like, about. they're our ally, even though they shouldn't be. But it kind of, like, it doesn't make sense to me because I'm not a monster. But I get why the government does it because they have something we want. Mm. I've never understood why we're so chummy with Turkey despite all the bullshit they do. Because what the fuck does Turkey have? I don't know. Uh, Well, they used to have a very, very secular religion. uh, Government. Secular government, sorry. And I think we liked that. Yeah, that's true. They were a relatively secular government in the Arab world. But now they've gone fairly right-wing and religious, at least in the government. So it's like, right. why are we still kissing their ass? Well, having, having, I feel like having Turkey, being on good terms with Turkey also is good for Israel in a lot of ways. Like, because Israel yeah, isn't on good terms with a, with a lot of its neighbors. Mm. So having an, another power in that area that's like, yeah, not out to destroy Israel is is probably good for them. Yeah, well, I guess the, good for the goose. The tricky, the really gender. tricky part is there's no exact allegory because part of the real reason the Federation is so fucking cowardly when it comes to the Cardassians is because the Cardassians can match them militaristically. I don't. I think we've said. I think it's been stated that they can't. Well, at the very least, last time they the The war was still any good is because it's big. But it also sounded like not a good fleet. mm. And it also sounded like still that war. I think the Federation, if they wanted to have ended it, they could have. Mm. Well, still they just they don't want another war with them. Yeah, and I don't think we necessarily have an equivalent in these guys. It's like. mm. Anyway, I'm going to drag us out of the political discussion because yeah. most of that is very U.S. topical and boring. Um, we start the episode, we're talking with Dax about something, and someone asks her, I forget who already because I didn't write it down, asks her, like, oh, which you are you talking oh, about? Yeah. It's like, man, it must be really squicky to be a trill. Yeah, she just kind of smirks. Oh, she said, that, like, basically said in her youth that she was like a breaking windows type yes, of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, her and Kira you? were talking about... Getting up to shenanigans as children. Right. Yeah, and Dax has been, like, eight children before, so... Eight children and five bad parents. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's hilarious. There was one thing, like, again, I I love this episode. It's fucking amazing. But there was one moment that was like, guys, we couldn't have done another take on this. And it was when um, Maritza was was fleeing, in scare quotes, sickbay. He just kind of awkwardly gets up and trundles and sort of half shoves a guy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was like, guys... Really trying to get away. He's got space TB. Well, no, I know, but I mean, like the thing, like maybe for him, like yeah, he's older, he's sick, but everyone else is also just kind of like, eh, like Julian's just like, (laughs) whoa, it's like, guys, come on, like, look, can we just one more take? Come on. My final note is, oh, the computer is is using its program it used when it reconstructed Utah in the photo again. (laughs) Photoshop and computer. See, I was telling myself that in that case, being a newer photo, that it was maybe based on some sort of 
three D camera. Thing. Yeah, it was a very. It was funny. There was definitely like I feel like someone did sort of slip in the um, Blade Runner photo zoom in sound it, effects it seems, very quietly. It was very reminiscent of that. Oh, the enhance. Yeah, yeah. The, like because it has this very even though it's a digital machine, it has a very mechanical noise to it when it does it in the movie, and I think someone layered that in there like but very very quietly i love it like so it wasn't quite as blatant that's actually wonderful because it's a very similar thing where like the little like the grid even kind of goes in and things shift around a little it's like okay no this is definitely everyone involved in making this was doing a little blade runner homage everybody involved in making this was a big nerd no that's true it's star trek before we move on, I know this is like it's all this one's also cited as like one of if not the very best of ds9 interesting I feel like there's better. I mean, it was good, but I don't think I was wowed like to be like, this is the best one that there's gonna be. It was definitely by far the the best of the season from a ratings perspective. According to the IMDb, it had a 9.1, and I don't True. think anything else yeah, even got that. close to 8. I mean, I can't say as far as anything that's coming, but I think it's possibly the one of the best episodes of Star Trek, full stop, that I've seen so far. Yeah, this is up there inner light levels of good, mm, good episode for Hard me. Hard disagree. Wow. I put it. I put it on with the defector levels of good. And the defector was good. So you know this. This one really got me. No, it had flaws. Well, you know what doesn't. The inner light. Perfect things. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I felt like the inner light had flaws. What? Right. Should we move on? Yes, I actually, think, we're, I think Chris we're... needs to explain himself. Go listen <laughs> to the episode. I'm sure I said it at the time. Yeah, I don't think you did though. I don't know. We're we're not going to reiterate to you. Yeah, we're not. I'll write a a blog post. I need a rehash. All right. All right. And then, so the next episode was In the Hands of the Prophets. Apologies for the butter stain on that. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Mm. There was a string bean incident. Damn it. It got away. Does anybody have Colin Nori syndrome because of it? (laughs) Or whatever the fuck? The whole mind caved in. Son of a bitch. All right. So, In the Hands of the Prophets. So, Vedic, it's Vedic Wynn, right? That's yep. who the bitch is? Oh, sorry, spoilers. So, <laughs> back on Deep Space Nine, and uh, Keiko... Keiko, Yeah, I know. True. Keiko is once again teaching her little class, and she's teaching about wormholes, and Vedic Wynn, who is a spiritual leader person from Bajor, who is in... Well, they sort of make it sound like she's like one of the she's one of the hopefuls to be the Kai. Yeah, and they sort she's of, one of the many in the in the democratic yeah, debate. Yeah, like, like the Vedics are like the cardinals, like the yeah. con- Congress of Cardinals. Yeah. But it sort of sounded to me like she was someone who actually had a pretty good stake, and it sort of sounds like even on Bajor, she was kind of a weird extremist that they weren't that into. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get there. So anyway, she, she shows up and she's like, hey, Mrs. O'Brien, you're teaching about the wormhole. Why aren't you telling them about the prophets? And Keiko's like, because I'm a fucking scientist, you mental case. And Vedic Wynn is like, I'm really offended. We're going to shut this shit down. And basically the rest of the episode is her getting people up in arms because... You know, shouldn't Bajoran philosophy be taught if we're sharing this space? And Cisco's like, there's room for every philosophy on our starship. Sorry, space station. But, you know, people are showing up and kind of not being so into it. And the Bajoran population of the station have pulled their kids from class and they won't sell uh, Mrs. O'Brien or Mr. O'Brien any yub yub dub sticks or whatever the fuck jim yeah, jim jams duty but what the fuck are they called do you get that i, I don't remember jub. it's like i think it was like jumja jumja yeah yeah 
Watch your Jumjo, Brian. Whoa, you slut. He was trying anyway. to hit his d- Jumjo in that, uh, that, that hot young thing. That hot young thing. So, yeah, so side, as a side, as a, very a side complicated piece. side As plot. a side piece, yeah. There's a super awesome Bajoran engineer on board. Been working with O'Brien, doing his job better than he does. I think he's a little bit seriously afraid that she's going to steal his job. And, and also a little bit afraid that he's going to put his dick in her by mistake. Neela! On your so, toes, O'Brien. On your toes, O'Brien. He says it to himself. She says it to him, and then he says it to himself after a moment. But we find out Neela is not just a great engineer. She's also working with Vedic Wynn to incite some shit. And gosh, is she? she's the one, right, that blows up the school. The school gets blown up, and I'm pretty sure Neela done it. Um, they never do explicitly say who did it. It must have been. But no. it probably, she was probably I'm involved. I'm sure she helped. Yeah. 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 Like, I didn't think of that at the time, but you're probably right. I mean, yeah, she's, she's done other shit. She's there's... planning an assassination of another Vedic. Yeah, yes. so this is Vedic... Uh, Burial. Vedic, what a waste. And he's like, I don't know, playing with rocks and shit and growing things on Bajor. He seems like he's pretty chill. He's like, that Vedic win is a crazy bitch. And Cisco's like, well, if you think that, why don't you come and help us out? And he's like, LOL, I want to be Kai someday, bitch. I can't hang out with you people. And Cisco's like, what do you mean, you people? And (laughs) it's just a big mess. Gosh, I don't really... Basically, all of this happens and... It turns out that this whole bullshit with the school has kind of just been a plot to get Vedic Burial onto Deep Space Nine. So Neela, super engineer and possible school bomber, can try to assassinate Vedic Burial, you know, because they don't want him to become Kai. They want to be super evangelical Bajorans and do that thing and have their crazy cuckoo bird be the, the Kai. Thankfully... <laughs> So Cisco like catches on to what's happening, and we get a probably pu- no. yeah on a scale of one. He looks like a puma man. On <laughs> the scale of one to Darth Vader at the end of episode three, where would you put that? Being fair, he was supposed to be in slow motion. So uh huh. That Darth Vader was? No, Cisco. Cisco was, really? Yeah, that was supposed no. to be like a slow-mo. Like, no. Why would you do a slow-mo? I don't know. Because it was a scene of an assassin getting ready to fire. That's, that's just, what they're always You're required to do by law. Yeah, that's true. Just like yeah, putting Fortunate he... Son in any film about Vietnam. Yep. Yeah. About otherwise man. people won't be able to follow the fucking plot. Like, Wait a minute, that was got the gun that was jumping. Are they happening at the same time? Yes. I just want to know, because she, like, fired... So, first of all, her first shot... She's a terrible shot. shot. Yeah, she's she's a fucking stormtrooper-level shooter. She misses him with her first shot, and then he manages... uh, Cisco manages to, like, knock the gun away. I want to know who fucking got hit by her fucking stray... I feel like it went up into the ceiling or down sure? I bet. I don't know. It just missed someone, though. Anyway, that's good. Oh, and I sort of forgot to mention, and this maybe goes without saying, but, you know, Kira's a little up in arms throughout this whole thing because basically this is this isn't just about the religion and like the school it's also kind of making all relations on board this on the the space station kind of shaky and kira's kind of like well why don't you take this shit seriously like maybe i think this is the way it is but at the end she goes up to vedic win and is like i know what you did you dirty bitch not exactly but that's sort of the in my opinion was the spirit of the thing and so i think kira has a little a little has her faith shaken a little bit there. Well, she also, I mean, at the start of the episode, she is a 
a Winninite. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, she, she's all like, maybe we should separate she, the, the, a, the religious from the non-religious. But she's straight up, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, Kai Wen's a little bit fringe. And they're, and they're like, well, who follows her? And she's like, well, me for one. And it's like, whoa, all right. So Does that mean she would have been like a weird Palin voter too? Probably. Yuck. But yeah, so this the, this episode, if, if it accomplishes nothing else, it introduces us to Vedic Wynn. Yeah, played amazingly by Louise Fletcher. Yeah, and like... Nurse Ratchet. You know... Oh, shit, yeah, really? She yeah. Nurse Ratchet. Fucking perfect Isn't casting. it perfect? It's the perfect casting. She fuck, She does rock this character. We hate this character because she's a rancid bitch, but she's so great at oh, being a yeah. rancid bitch. She's just say, horrible. Like, the real fucking problem horrible. is that they did not get someone of similar caliber for Beryl. He's very sleepy. Yeah. He's very pretty. Yeah, he's, thing, very he's pretty, and then he opens his mouth, and it's like, oh, sweetie, no. I don't think he was I, bad. I think the character's just boring, because he's like, I play yeah, plan. Yeah, but learned, a good actor could have jazzed I him up. I learned that when they were... But maybe they didn't with... want to jazz him up. Maybe yeah, they he didn't. he was supposed to be sleepy. He was originally supposed to be an older man, like a oh, Gandhi type, until they were like, no, let's make it a young, hot guy. Oh, a Gandhi maybe type? Maybe we can work with that in maybe the future. Maybe we can have a sex Winks. scene with... <laughs> but we yeah, no. shirtless at some point. But the thing is, right, so Dukat gets a lot of credit on Deep Space Nine for being, you know, this this iconic villain character. And rightly so, because he definitely is. But, but, for my money, the most evil character, like the character who who makes my blood boil the most (laughs) on this show is Wynn. Oh, yeah. Like, she is just unmitigatingly horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, manipulates and just, you know, and, and just, like, hides herself in this cloak of piety to do all of this conniving... And awesome hat. Power-grubbing and, and shit. And her, her fucking default tone of voice is just... It's so patronizing. Oh, I, I had a director like that once at work. Was it Jake? No, no, I, I, oh, executive director, not a direct stage director. And I just, their default tone of voice was like talking to a particularly stupid five-year-old. And you just wanted to so any just grab them by the <laughs> fucking hair and smash their face into the desktop. They were tired. How do you really feel? Um, he feels great. Yeah, no, she, she really just nails, nails being a horrible piece of shit. It's amazing. And again, like 20 years on, so much more frustratingly relatable because there were less evangelicals in government in the mid-90s. But, you know, certainly, you know, this episode kind of sets it up initially as a, oh, this is a fundy religious, you know. They, they correlate it with like the, the Pope struggle in the 15th and 16th centuries when it was all just for power. Yeah. Like it was just various families in fucking Italy or wherever being like, we're going to be Pope because we're the powerful family in Italy. Oh, yeah. Like the, yeah, the, the Borgias. Yeah, and, the Medicis and the other ones. And... Yeah, but no, I mean, like initially it's, it's you know, it, it's the same thing where you have these powerful people that are vying for power and plotting and doing things. But the way that they keep the masses on their side is by lying by making these issues making these issues that that you know they're teaching your kids anti-bajoran shit yeah. they, they don't go- think the they don't think the aliens in the wormhole are really the prophets when we have so much proof yeah no but it's the same it's thing the it's, prophets. Like, it's, yeah. it's the it's the creationism versus Versus evolution debate, oh, right? big time. I'm big very time. curious what Bajorans think now that the wormhole is a thing. Mm. Like, they know there are 
critters that live in the wormhole. And sure, you can say, yes, they think, they think it's the prophets, but this is information they didn't have a year ago. Yeah. Well, they just this didn't this know, should be totally reshaping their religion. They just didn't know where the prophets were. I mean, mm. the prophets, like, so here's the thing about Bajor. But Cisco has talked with them. I'm sorry, I'm just, go on. But I'm So just here's the thing them. about Bajor and the Bajoran religion is that they, unlike an Earth religion where all we have is a Books. book... They yeah, have actual wrote. magical artifacts. Yeah, they've got the orbs that the that the prophets have sent to them. So it's like, like on Earth, you can be like, yeah, you know, the fucking Bible is just written by some fucking dudes. But on there, it's like, yeah, but we have these fucking magic orbs that came from space. And when you touch them, you have visions. And yeah, that, that and they come can true about boning down, and they can monks. show you prophecies. Like, and anyone can do it. You just open the door and look at it, and you will have a premonition. Yeah, and, be- yeah. and they'll always end up being true because the wormhole aliens can see through time. So, what? and if anything, too, just the fact that now there's the wormhole, it's just more proof. It's like, oh, well, now we can say exactly where they are, no yeah, less. Yeah, we know Has where they are Jordan now. Has Jorin talked with them yet? As far as we've been told, no, the only person that's spoken with them is Cisco. Nothing else happened with them. They're just they just let us go through the wormhole whenever we want, and they don't care. Or Seems what? Seems to be the case. Yeah, they're just they're, they're yeah, mining their own. Because I think yeah, in the premiere, basically Cisco brokered like passage rights. Mm. Yeah, but the the whole deal is, and the reason Cisco so important is because uh, you know, and why Wynn in particular hates him so much is that. He's black. The prophets only talk to him, you know? I have to grab his ear to figure out what they said. What would happen if you tried to read the paw of a Ferengi and gave him Umox instead? wondering that for weeks. Oh my. My god. Whoopsie. I will give her this. She is a hideous bitch. (laughs) But she asks permission before grabbing your ear. Yeah, unlike uh, Kaya. Anyone else. (laughs) Except, of course... Johnny Pretty Boy, who's like, it's Ears so are, dumb. That's Ears such a gross. dumb thing to do. And Cisco, Cisco immediately thinks he's the best guy ever because of that. He's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Stay out of my ears. Which is fair. Having, so, having do you think, are ears. they wearing the earrings when they got their their uh, their Vedic hats on? I assume. Um, maybe they have the little covers, bridged ones. It covers. Well, there's, there's, your ears, doesn't it? No, no, there's like a cutout for the Oh, ears. was there a cutout Oh, that's for the true, ear? there was a cutout. Because yeah. I, I looked at it more next... I um. will look at it more next week when it's on someone else's head. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a cutout for the ear so the earring can dangle. Well, well, that's good at least. Good, at least we got that cleared up. Yep. Well, well, I just feel like even if it didn't have that cutout, though, they'd still be wearing them because they're like important to their religion, aren't they? I guess. They you seem know, pretty... It's a, it's a cultural thing. Oh, it's okay. Like, I don't know if it's religious necessarily, but it's definitely cultural. I feel like Bajoran culture is Bajoran religion. Well, yeah, though. but again... Do you know what I mean? Again, like... that goes back to the fact that they have fucking alien artifacts that have told them everything about their existence. Well, and Cisco made a good point. He was like, well, I mean, like, they literally worship these aliens that can see through time so why shouldn't we consider them prophets they basically are i mean yeah and it's and what i do like is that no one is coming out and saying like yeah no no these these no one's no one's shutting it down no one's saying these aren't your gods there was a there was I a am. plot line keiko came pretty close well well keiko but keiko's <laughs> like yeah we could i don't know there's a plot line in stargate sg1 where they encounter these aliens that are gods basically and can do oh most of the show yes well yeah i mean yes so there's 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 you know the gold who are like just like worms that have 
that have super strength and act like gods and pretend to be gods, but they're not really gods and they can be easily defeated. But then you have these oh, other... I think I've seen like one episode of that show. The Gaul, they're... Yes, sorry. But then there's these other aliens that come in later that are ascended beings. They live outside of corporeal form, just like the wormhole aliens. Is this the thing Inara got to play one of? Yeah, Inara was one of them. But they have god powers, and like they can do crazy god shit, and resurrect dead people, and... You know, make people dead and smite people. That does sound pretty godlike. And it's and like the whole time Do they bleed? The whole time the 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 Stargate crew are trying to convince people like, no no, they're not gods and the whole time I'm thinking like, but but they do all the things that gods do, so are they? what's the difference? They're aliens from a wormhole. Well, well to say is, that is gods aren't wormholes <laughs> from an alien. Could would you what? I guess my argument would be that like I feel like in order to be God, you have to have begun everything. I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I mean, maybe That's by, my by the by the, the Christian Apollo? definition of God, yeah. but like there's there, yeah there's there's older definitions of gods where it's just like no, if a god is just a really powerful. Oh wait, but Apollo thing. was an alien too. God damn it! Gods damn it! I will say though, Keiko. Did not put up with wind shit, which I appreciated. So I like when. So this when, is a tough episode for me because it's either Keiko or Win. Like, oh oh man, when those two were together, you. it was a fucking. It formed a black hole of bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I really appreciate. I was afraid the station would collapse. Could this could this be the title of the episode? Black no. hole of bitch. No. Why? Because why don't you like fun? Well, I also don't. I don't know, fucking Facebook would probably delete the episode. Anyway. No, it's okay to be shitty to women. Just That's don't true. write men are trash. Then you uh, have to yeah, delete it. But anyway, when, uh, you know, fucking Vedic Keiko. Wing there is all like, I will make the first concession. And Keiko's like, yeah, what happens with the next one? And the next one. I'm not falling for this. Slag. And I was like, yeah, you tell that fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I know. Keiko has gone up in my in my view a little bit with this episode. Yeah. She did know, hold we, her own. But we start off with her being a random yeah. bitch to Miles yeah. for no fucking Miles. reason. Yeah, what but but here's the thing. Miles was kind of into it. All he so wanted was Miles a little piece. couldn't possibly have an affair. Yeah, he could. He Why would bungle he? it up immediately. I mean, he's got a dick. Well, she also was actually just Let's be real him. here, though. Miles seems like the kind of guy who doesn't let who wouldn't let ordinarily a lot of shit slip by, but I think that he maybe had the goo goo eyes for that for that woman and <laughs> that woman. What was her name? Mila. 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 I did not have sexual relations with but, that woman. And you know, and that made him maybe not see some of the shit that she was doing. Yeah, was I maybe mean, he didn't double check any of her work. Yeah. Well, and also if he actually was into her, that would explain why he was like not able to take Keiko's joke because he's like fuck how does she know I want to bone down with Neela yeah now did they introduce her briefly in the previous episode she was she was there briefly she was supposed to first appear in the Forsaken when we have that some other Bajoran worker oh sure which is why we start we start this episode with Keiko being like oh your other assistant didn't work out huh and Uh Miles is like nope I guess not because they wanted you to feel like oh maybe she's gonna be a recurring like background extra maybe we're gonna see more of her yeah oh she's a horrible traitor yeah i was gonna say i should have been suspicious of her immediately well that's I, it when they showed her in the episode like this random woman just got all this these couple of lines she's like oh are they are they trying to do another pig whistle but this time it's a bajoran engineer instead of a starfleet security person but i was like eh, whatever and then next episode it's like oh she's back oh she's a terrorist <laughs> 
terrorist. Yeah, I know what happened to the actual uh, engineer from the Forsaken, though. Turned into a puddle of goo. No, that was a Kino. <laughs> I know. Dude, yeah, it looked like someone took a big nasty shit in the Jeffrey's tube, some, didn't it? some merconium in there. Yeah. I texted, I, love... I actually messaged Chris. It was like, somebody take a dump in the Jeffrey's tube. Oh, no, too. no, I love looking up that guy on Memory Alpha to see, like, well, just to see, like, well, what is this guy again? He's the guy that was to- totally vaporized, right? And his profile picture is just the pile of goo. Oh. They should have, you know, they should have, instead of being an engineer, they should have made a pig whistle. Mm. What's his Frank. name? Thank you. Wait, Primic? Primin? Something. Primin. 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 They should have made it him to explain where he'd gone. <laughs> no, they but he's in the wrong department. Oh, no, he wasn't fucking engineer. Was no, no, he was, he security. was security. But it was technically... It was a security issue the engineer was looking into. Yeah, I feel like some of the, the, the threads of the plot of how to be a traitor, they got very, con- like, lost and confusing. Mm. I feel well, like I feel like they had they, they they were just so proud of themselves that they had like this very very elaborate plan of how Neela was going to get away and this that and the other thing and they were like okay now we have to work backwards to figure out how they foiled the plan when it was being too fucking complicated that it needed mm. to be oh yeah. and the, the the weapon detectors make a return yeah, yeah. disabled yep but made to look you able. You only know about the weapons detector when they're not working. Or set to super work. <laughs> yeah, or set to kill you. <laughs> there's, I, I forgot, there's something in my notes, like, every scene with Wynn, she would always, like, kind of grab a kid and hold them. And the kid would always have this face on of, like, please don't touch me. Mm. Please go away. Because children can sense evil. Just like, like dogs. Well, also, <laughs> I mean... You know what happens with the clergy and children and... Oh, mm. no. She's diddling kids. It would not put it past her. Look, she's evil, but I'm not going to say she's that kind of evil. Yeah, so her whole plan, her whole plan is we're going to get Burial killed. Yep. How is that going to help her? Because they're, like, I am, I do not understand how they did not trace it back to win. Because, uh... Neela says, oh no, I worked alone. There's no fucking way she worked alone. But if they can't... If there's no if there's, physical evidence. Well, there's already this whole idea Kira that Kira seems to know! Well, because I think Kira is kind of just seeing through Wynn's bullshit. Yeah. She doesn't know no, but I think she's seen through the bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the plot, the plan, I think, is, you know, so they they say that Beryl being the popular choice, the, you know, people seem to like He's him. He's so cool. He's a shoe-in for Kai at this Have point. Have that plant? But, and Wynn is kind of seen as being fringe. Yeah, we had Dark Horse candidate. Yeah, so this 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 is like if, you know, Bernie had executed an assassination plot on Hillary during the 2016 primary. Hmm, that definitely happened. Is it like that? Does that mean that neither of them is going to be Kai? That's right. That means Donald Trump is elected Kai. No! <laughs> Motherfuck! <laughs> no, actually, he threw can't some... get away from this. Asshole. Basically, what happens is I'm just gonna spoil it now. Zek shows up, Yay! bribes a bunch of people. He's the next. Kai. Where's the biggest Batoran yeah. earring ever? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, somehow it's Vegas. Gonna... I was like, who are you talking Through about? Some like weird legal loophole. It's gonna turn out to be Miles. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the next guy. Well, the storyteller story was just foreshadowing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I had one more thought, and that was, you know, we see we see Neela go to to win and be like, oh, about all that conniving we've been doing. You know, you realize you I'm, know they're gonna kill me. 
here's here's the whole plot that they're, they're trying to figure out. It's like, did we need this scene, or should we have been allowed to come to the conclusion on our own well, without I think, seeing I think that scene Oh, had... it's her! That's the baddie! I had decided that it was her, like, about three seconds before that scene happened, and that's so I congratulated myself. Well, it's also... <laughs> Anytime uh, that... I'm one step ahead of this show, I'm like, all right, good job, Caitlin. The Doing other good. purpose of that scene, though, was so that she could be like, yeah, it's uh, my escape thing, my escape plot has been foiled. They know mm. about the runabout, and they've shut that down. So, you know, if I do this, I'm going to get killed. And, the, and, <laughs> and, and she's and, like, oh, well. <laughs> she's like, well, good. you know, you want to make an omelet, kid. No loose Sometimes ends. it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Well, and I also think that we had that scene because it implicitly made it such that it wasn't just Neela. It was... She was doing it on whatever her name is, Vedic Wynn's behalf. We need to keep Bajor out of the Federation. Yeah. yeah it's a bad up. idea. It's a terrible it's planet. A, they, good God. They're, they're just a planet of people who don't know how to be in control it is, Let's be honest. From what we've seen, they seem to be a planet that is like 95% redneck. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of like religious fundy shit. Gonna have to cook these roots for twelve hours. But the other thing, Ooh, the other okay. part of this is that the wormhole is in Bajor's territory. Yeah. So that's the real. That's really now why you want them in the Federation. Yeah. yeah but can we just keep it so that we're like allies with them? Because the Klingons are in the Federation, but we're cool with them. Let them be a protectorate. Don't let them actually but see, be part of the. Thing. If you're just friends with them. Then they can suddenly go off and officially join with somebody else. In that case, That's here we go. Here, here we go. Align with Cardassia. Let Cardassia take over Bajor again. <laughs> Let them into the Federation. <laughs> well, I didn't see Ames. Wormhole for everyone. Great admiral. Yay! Say, Ames is going full nuts. And I'd here. be the captain that stops you. No, no, I'd have you thrown into a sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. It's always knowing you least suspect. I'd be some shitty little freighter captain. Rumble your game. I don't give you that much credit, Chris. <laughs> oh. Nah, I'd be a terrible captain. I'd be a decent navigator. How, um, how about a clerk? Would you be a good clerk? I'd be a great clerk. Oh, there you go. So, I don't know. I liked, I actually liked the show. Uh, I think it's too much Keiko for me to like. It was, and it wasn't, I didn't mind the Keiko, but I did, you know, it did get a little bit in the weeds with the mystery plot. Keiko mm. should have stayed with Botany and not done this teacher thing. Well, there was no Botany to do. Yeah. She can find well, They were just going to have her put some to poinsettia make a, plants make her on a the prom. But she said, fuck that. She could have started just, I'm sure it's legal everywhere now. She could have just started growing weed. Oh, her and Nog could have gone into business what do you together. Jumja is. <laughs> that guy would like that guy would have taken out her kneecaps. <laughs> the Jumja guy. I liked when uh, O'Brien was getting feisty and was going to fight that dude. Mm. That made me that, happy. That dude though, like really, come on, dude. You're get off, get off your horse. Your Jumja? job is selling lollipops. Yeah. Also, don't marijuana lollipops. Mm. Don't tell an Irishman you're not going to do stuff with him because of religion. Because <laughs> oh boy, they got a long history with that. My uh, last little thought was uh, Avery Brooks during his big, you know, speech at the end. And his leap? Yeah. But he does that wonderful uh, delivery. We're not this way, nor the devil. And he gives it this this Brooksian just... Shatnerian thing yeah. that I just love. I love when he gets all... But that's true. That, like, Avery Brooks, even when he's not doing that, he has a style of acting. Yeah, that is, is all his own. Well, the thing is, people talk about, like, Shatnering, you mm. know, like, talking like 
William Shatner. Yeah, but there's definitely a Brooksing as well. But it, but I think the Brooksing is like a Shatnering turned up to eleven. <laughs> it's it's a Shatnering plus jazz. You know, <laughs> I feel like wow. I, <laughs> the fact that's Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks is jazz Shatner. Yay! Wow. There's your title, Chris. Jazz Shatner. Because he also does like hand gestures oh too sometimes, and it's just like. It's like, what is going on here? It's such an interesting delivery. De- delivery. Yeah, that's a word. Um, Hold but on. It's, it's, it's very entertaining, and, and he's a good actor. I like him. I legitimately. I feel like he always kind of just Ooh. sounds like he's doing the response part to lead into a punchline. Mm. <sighs> what would you ask her, Jake? Like, I don't know. It's just like, like, I don't know. I like him. No, I do too. But yeah, it does. It does. It does have kind of a, a slam poetry cadence. Mm, that's what it is, actually. That's a really good descriptor. Yeah. Slam poetry cadence. He's great. I really like this show. I don't just mean this episode. Like I know we usually mean when we say show. Um, this is like the first Star Trek where, when I finished watching the episodes that we're supposed to watch for a recording, I'm like actually disappointed that I can't continue watching. I mean, I know I could, but I wouldn't remember. I barely remember as it is. I watched these yesterday, and I barely remember them. So if I was watching the show and was like, you know, two seasons ahead, I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to remember. So well, it was certainly an excellent season. Was it? I thought it was quite good. I'm waiting for it to... I, I know it's supposed to get better. I know this is supposed to be the weakest of the seasons, and I think I haven't been... Im- I've been impressed by one and a half episodes so far, and mm. but the, like I think it's the the it's good because there haven't been, hasn't been anything that's been like as bad as the bad things we've seen. That is true. I'm not going to lie. I didn't I use the wrong adjective. I was just trying to segue into top and bottom. I know. I know, and I failed. Oh. What I, did you use? I, I said excellent, and I meant to say solid. What is that? Oh, you don't to talk about Odo? <laughs> Odo's not solid. Dude. One of us already Odo that wasn't in these two episodes uh, nearly enough. Top bottoms now. <laughs> yes, good segue. Elegant, right? elegant segueing. How we wanna we wanna start with bottoms or tops? What do we usually do? We so we've split it fairly evenly so far. Chris, you pick and you go first. Alright, I'm like gonna start it. with bottoms then. You always do. I like to end on a positive note. He likes bottoms. You also say that every single time. Verbatim. Well, you know, there we go. I'm consistent. Uh, So my bottom three. Although it was nowhere near as bad as it is reputed for, and you know, as bad as I remember, Move Along Home is still pretty bad. If Wishes Were Horses is a fucking disastrous shit show of awful. Yes, this is true. And Battle Lines is such a shitty, horrible, pointless way... To get rid of Kai, Kai Opaka. Yeah. The episode itself was, it felt incomplete. The characters were shitty. They in no way indicated that any of those people were going to have any in talking to Kai Opaka once oh, the Starfleet man. people this left. Is, this is wild because Battle Lines almost made my top three. It's oh, my yeah. fourth favorite of this season. Really? That's the no, one where I... everybody keeps killing each other yep. and they all come back yeah, to life. Yeah, Kai Opaka dies and Kira has a giant... Beautiful, sad. Yeah, no, that that sad is great, but that is how bad I feel like the rest of it is. Wow, and that's the worst of the season. You're fucking absurd, Chris. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Me. Okay. Go clockwise. Ugh. So predictable. Uh, I'm not going to be predictable though, because I'm going to. I bet you no one's going to put this on their bottom list. Dax. 
fucking mm. waste of an episode. No, you're right. That's a good, they that's treat, a good call. They treat the, the character of Dax like she's not even there. Mm. You don't... For a, an episode that you're supposed to know, like, learn more about Dax, you don't learn about Dax. You don't even get to hear her talk. No, that's true. I liked the chi- the, the the lady chick, but that's about it. Mm, Fiona well, yeah, I, I was just... I just... I'm just offended by what they did to the character Jensia that episode. No, you're right. That is, that is a bad episode. And then it ends up being for nothing, because they don't even learn anything. No. Nope. They don't even decide to make precedent. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> second on the bad list, Q-less. Oh, Q-less Another is so bad. fucking waste... Fucking waste of Q. He's a fucking afterthought. It's a whole mess. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, and the worst thing of this season in the awful category is If Wishes Were Horses, which was a chaotic mess. Oh, like a really bad TOS episode. Oh, it's befuddling. At least if TOS had done it, it maybe would have been good. Well, no, TOS did do it. Yeah, it was it was called Curtain of Evil or Savage Curtain or what? The one with Lincoln, and it was bad. Oh, oh, I was thinking the one with Finnegan. Oh, oh yeah, Trolley. I'm thinking Trolley. Trolley's kind of all right. No, Savage Curtain's fucking awful though. It's so hilarious. I remember when I you were doing season, one, didn't I? all of season one of TOS, you were like, Shirley was one of your least favorite of all time, and now really? it's and now oh. it's bounced up to like it's good. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. it's. Wow, time I, makes fools of us all. Yeah. All right, you're up, Caitlin. My bottom three. Run along home. Run along home? Move along home. Whatever. Piece of shit. Not even sorry that I got it wrong. Uh, If Wishes Were Horses. Mm -hmm. Awful. And I chose The Storyteller. Yeah. I flip-flopped a lot. There were a lot of, like, I feel like there were a lot that were kind of like, so it was hard to pick a not so, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, there weren't enough that were just horrible that it was an easy pick for me. And I think, what did you... You what what was your third one? Battle lines. Battle lines. I thought about that I one. I thought about Dax. Like there was just you here's know. the other thing. Like I look at these these episodes and the titles are also innocuous that yeah. I've forgotten what I forgotten what almost mm, all of them yeah. are. I had to look at um I had to look at titles will get worse by the way. I know Voyager's titles are often awful. So I, I, I will say the explanations on IMDb to remember what mm. was what. Like if not for. Odo and Luwaxana, you would have Forsaken, Forsaken in there. Shit. Yeah, Forsaken. Oh, yeah. Those scenes just dragged it. Luwaxana drags it all the way up. Much like, like Kira's sad keeping battle lines off of your list. It kept it, but Kira's sad put it near the top of my right. list because it was that good. Well, Kira's sad would have been what, what kept it off of my list, and that's how I feel about Luwaxana and Odo yeah. and the Forsaken because I actually don't remember anything else that happens in the Forsaken. Is the that rest the one of with Pup? Garbage, is that yeah. Pup? Oh, yeah. Oh, that episode's Pup. fucking stupid. Yeah. But Luwaxana and Odo is so beautiful, and like when she's like, let me take care of you, and she catches him in her yeah. dress. Like, oh, that it's scene so is, and those, is vulnerable. It's oh, lovely. it's so beautiful. Those scenes like are that. great, and I wish they were in a better episode. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Mr. Those, are my, those are my bottom threes. All right. My bottoms are, <laughs> in no particular order, Q less. Mm-hmm. Q less. Less than Q. Much less. <laughs> the storyteller. Mm-hmm. The storyteller. The one who tells stories. Mm. Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> and uh, this one, despite being an Odo episode... Whoa! The Vortex. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mostly thought of that as just forgettable. It was, I don't know. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't super offensive. It just, I don't know. I, what, so wait, so what don't you like about Vortex? I just thought it was dumb. I just thought it was dumb. It's, it's just so, I thought the, it's just I so thought, inoffensive. I thought the dude was dumb. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, Jake, you're ruined if wishes were horses getting a unanimous. I am surprised mm. that you, if it wishes were horses were not, was not, he's not. To be perfectly honest, unanimous. when I was writing this, I forgot about that episode. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought of it, I might have put, it might but have But no, it, honestly, if you forgot about it, then it, it didn't and offend you enough. And that one has a title that you always know which one it is. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's a legit, if you, if you didn't remember it, I'd say that's a legitimate reason for it to not make a list. Mm. Yeah. Well, on the lighter side. The softer side of Sears. I've got the Negus. Of course you do. Good one. Good <laughs> it's a fucking cartoon show. Captive Pursuit. Okay. Because I am Tosk and him and O'Brien, you know, BFFs. And probably no surprise to anyone, Duet. Duet. Cool. Literally the same list. <laughs> so same y'all order? didn't skip me. No, I just wrote them down in order. Oh, okay. No particular order. All right. Go ahead, Ames. Cool. So Caitlin has already said hers. Yep. Yeah, I feel like what like like the third one, whatever the third one is, is gonna be the thing that's different about most of ours. Because my the third one is progress. Uh, but what were your other two? Duet oh. and Captive Pursuit. Yeah, clearly not the Nagus. Hang on. Okay. Um, uh, progress. It's the the one where oh, with the old guy. Yeah, with the old guy who's making himself his kiln. Yeah. And Kira has a sad. That's a good episode. <laughs> so of Kira has a sad. Kira that, usually that's the has theme a of the sad. season, really. Yeah, Kira has a sad. Bashir has a boner. Next is Duet. It was good. Uh, not as good as Captive Pursuit. Captive Pursuit, I think, mm. is much much better because I think it's actually a a very very consistent story. Whilst Duet, I didn't find very consistent. Fair. But Fair. it was still very good. But Captain Pursuit, you know, I am fucking Tosk. Yeah, I would say that's probably my top. Actually, you know what? No, mine were in order. Captain Pursuit 1, Duet 2, the Nagus 3. That's my order. Interesting. Well, my list is going to surprise you all because it is Captain Pursuit, <laughs> Duet, and the and Nagus. Nice. Conspiring. No, but the Progress was one of the ones I thought about yeah. for being in my top three. It was a great episode. I loved it. And I, yeah, no, I really liked yeah. that one. I think, like I said, it's it's just that I feel like there were so there were so many that were almost top three. And then there were a lot of ones that were like kind of eh, but not quite eh enough to be bottom three. Like, I don't know. It was tough. But yeah, no, Progress is definitely a good one. Yeah, it would, yeah. and I, I know that we were, we were supposed to have a guest star today. He is sick. If you're still sick, Justice... I am very sorry, but Justice was supposed to be here, and he told me beforehand when I told him to make his his tops and bottoms, he said, man, I think I'm going to put Move Along Home on both. (laughs) And I said, oh my god, do it. So since he's not here, I'm letting everyone know that I think think that would be hilarious, because it is both bad and good in weird, weird ways. (laughs) Fair enough. That Justice. Well. But yeah. Well, that's season one. It is. Deep Space fine yeah it's fine uh, yeah i like it yep. i'm really into this se- this series and yeah. i it sucks because i know people always say like do you say you really even star trek and i'm That's like it's like true. my favorite star trek it's really good star trek it might be my favorite so far i mean we're only one season in but yeah and like the thing is i already feel very strongly to me like it might not have quite as strong stories just yet and i think it will get stronger but but you know it might not have that, but I, I do think that the, diff- the, the 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 X factor that Deep Space Nine has that the other Star Treks have largely lacked. TOS maybe to less of an extent, but is just really strong characters and really fleshed out characters. And yeah. and we I know we still have a few characters. I think Dax still needs some work. I think Bashir needs work. 
O'Brien's had all the work he can get. And yeah. He isn't going much further than this. Yeah, O'Brien is O'Brien. But again, O'Brien I, is O'Brien. Yeah, I know who O'Brien is. is. And I know who Odo is. I know who Kira is. And I know who everyone. I know who Quark is. Cisco will eventually grow the beard and he'll be a character. No, Cisco's got his own thing, you know. He's, he's very consistent. He doesn't quite... I haven't seen him lead really yet. I think he's still dealing with figuring out how to lead. Oh, I yeah. thought you were going to say the loss of his wife. I was going to be like, Jake, it's been a while. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. But the thing is, like, his dadding is on point. Yeah. His dadding yeah. is on point. You know, that's like... He can the, lead his son, like, unless it's about girls, in which case he should not lead his son. You know, that's that's something that, like, compare that to our previous dad, Worf. Oh. You know? Like, Cisco, um, like... He was father of the year. So we've had Worf, father of the year. <laughs> Kirk, son didn't even know who his father was. Uh, but that's what that was at request of the mother. Still, though, like, he probably, when she was like, stay out of his life, he was probably a little too eager to go, you got it! Yay. Uh, Miles still thinks Molly is his. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. I mean, let's not forget that in early draft of the Space Hippies episode, one of the Space Hippies was going to be Bone's daughter mm-hmm. from his failed marriage. Hmm. Oh, we didn't even mention the little slight B-plot in um, the last one there. Uh, in the Hands of the Prophets? Hands of the Prophets with uh, Jake Sisko. Oh, that's right. Trying to, trying to, trying to dip his wick and uh, yeah, and then win fuck that up Oh, that's him. right. Oh, she won't go out with me because I'm not Bajoran. Sad face. But I Is did, that this I, episode? Yeah. 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 But I did like the little scene with um, where he's talking to his dad is like, I want to take her to the holodeck. And he's like, no, holodeck. Okay, well, let's take her to our quarters. No, no quarters. quarters. <laughs> Somewhere in public. No, that's this one. Because really. wasn't the whole sure thing was like after the shit started hitting the fan with the Bajorans yes. was when the date got canceled? Yes. But the shit hits the fan next week with the Bajorans even more. Oh, wait. Yeah. Fuck, this is getting complicated. Mm. I'm 99% sure, but I know. I have a note next week that looks like Oh dear! No. Well, we've jumped. The, well, let's cut the, that whole the chunk out. The no, no, it's foreshadowing. Caitlin, what the hell are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm still not sure. But since y'all are talking nonsense, let's we talk might be about, talking nonsense about. Let's we've, talk we've, about next. We touched week. an orb. We can see the future. <laughs> next week, we'll be coming back, and actually, we will be doing something a little different this time. We'll be yeah. talking about the first a three episodes of why? season two well why is it like that? the what what why is there a three-parter not only is it a three-parter because fuck you that's why not only why? is there a three-parter it's like a sneaky three-parter yeah. like it isn't oh, yeah I didn't it isn't know something it something part one two and three it's three fucking as usual innocu- innocuously named fucking episodes so next week the homecoming the circle and the siege we should have known they were a three-parter because every one of them Those starts with the. Yeah, uh, most, most of the titles. No, no, I know, I know. I'm just being true. I'm being goofy. So check us out next week for that. In, yeah. the, in the meantime, uh, if you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, you can find us where all fine podcasts are sold. We are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Yay, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook by searching A Star to Steer Her By. You can find us on Tumblr and Twitter as SSHB Podcast. You can also visit SSHBpodcast.com to visit our website. Uh, it is just a link to our Tumblr as of right now, but maybe someday it will be something more. And if you don't check, you'll never know. I checked. 
He goes to the town. Damn it. No, don't tell them. It's oh, for them sorry. to figure out. Um, it's a mystery. As usual, I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. And this is always Ames. So long, suckers. Actually, wait, wait. Oh, damn it. I never read any of my quotes. Let what? me let me sign off with one of my great yeah. Hands of the Prophets quotes. Oh, I can't make that thing make a noise. Uh, the spiritual types love those Dabo girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Thank you.